show content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk again. And unbelievable, I am in this cold and gray Chicago. But I'm going to be back in Arizona. But I got Eric Lover. You don't know why, Eric? Yes, I am, James. Yes, I am. You know, I have to tell my listeners out there, you know, every time I, I would call Eric and say, Eric, you know, I'm in a little spot. I need you on the show. And you're always there for me. You know, and uh, it's, just, it's great that you can do the show with me, girl. Uh, no problem. I appreciate you asking me, giving me the invite. <laughs> well, you know what, Glove, um, I know you're in San Diego, you know, how's the weather there? You know what, James, it's actually overcast, the uh, sun, right now at 12 o'clock in San Diego, the sun is just starting to peer through the clouds, through the clouds right now, so it should be another fine San Diego day. You know, Glove, we might as well get right on into it, you know, um, it might be sad to say, let's talk about the Miami Heat and the Dallas Maverick, you know, uh, I am. I don't know what it is. I was glad that Miami lost, but was I glad because LeBron, what he did was wrong? Because what he did was really right, but it was wrong. Can you help me with that one? Well, you know what? You know what? The the the, the sad part about it is in life everybody likes to win, right. and and if you can make your job easier by having by having a good supporting cast around you or good people around you. That's a good thing. So he gave it his all in Cleveland. He got there but couldn't close out and get a championship. So he went somewhere thinking with a couple more players at his side and a strong bench that that would put him over the hump. So that's what he did. I mean, back in the 80s, Magic Johnson and the Lakers, Kareem, A.C. Green, Byron Scott, Norm Nixon. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Larry Bird in in Boston with McHale, Robert Parrish, uh, Danny Ainge, Dennis Johnson, uh, Cornbread. I mean, the list goes on and on. Detroit when they were winning, Isaiah, Dennis Rodman, you know. uh, I can't think of the tall center they had at the time. But, I mean, you could pick up the teams in the 80s and the 90s that were winning championships and they had a trio, if not more players. So everybody was upset with LeBron when he wanted to go to Miami to play with a core of players. Do you think that was wrong? But why is everybody hating? 
I mean, that was his choice. Everybody gets that choice to go. But, I mean, even, uh, even me, I was like, oh, what LeBron did was wrong. But Michael Jordan said it best. He's like, don't you want to make a team for yourself and build that instead of going to somebody else? Because that's not his team. That's the Wayne Wade's team. Well, you know what? You know what? Everybody, well, what everybody's mad at the most is how LeBron put everybody on hold. Let's, let's get past that. Everybody's mad because with everything going on in the world, we got two wars we're in, everything going on, everybody's upset with the way he went about it. You know, here it is, he had the country on hold for his decision. And, and he pushed it out, pushed it out, strung everybody along, when all along from the beginning he knew he was going to Miami. So I think that's more so what everybody's upset about. Is he wrong for doing it? No, it's about winning. At the end of the day, you're judged on wins. Michael Jordan could say what he wanted to say. He didn't get a championship until he was got Scottie Pippen and a supporting cast. You know what I'm saying? Hakeem Olajuwon, I mean, you think of everybody that's won, and they didn't win by themselves. One superstar can't beat five. You need a team and a supporting cast, and that's what happened this year with Dallas. Dallas had Dirk, who was a superstar, but then you look at a cast of players like Jason Kidd, uh, Jet, Jet Terry. You look at Sean Marion. You look at Tyson Chandler. You look at little Barrera coming off the bench. You know, you look at all these role players that, that fit in with your, your, your key components, and that's what win a championship. Miami had, yes, they had LeBron. They had Dwayne. They had... Uh, the other tall guy, I can't think of his name right now, but who else? Yeah, Chris Bosch, you know, Mike Bibby, long in the two, but who else stepped up? Their bench played like what? So, so I don't think he's wrong. But, 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 uh, you know, every time we on the, you on my show, I agree with you. This time I disagree with you, and I'm gonna tell you why. If, if he's a superstar like he has been on other, his aunt in Cleveland, Shouldn't he play like a superstar? Why would you want to be the, the second man? You know what I'm saying? He played in, in the playoff game. He did not show up in the poor court. So what is that saying? He's not a superstar. He can't be. Can't take okay. the pressure. He cannot he, take he, the pressure. That's what it looked like, right? Can I can I tell you something? Yeah, I'm listening. And, I don't you, agree with you. you no, you, you know, it's, it's fine. But you have a point. But 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 listen to this right here. LeBron scoring 20-something points a game, getting a double-double, some games a triple-double, and that's still not enough. The bar is set so high for this guy that a 25-point game with 10-12 rebounds isn't a good game for LeBron. Don't you find that sad? Doug and Whiskey, yeah, he averaged 25 points. LeBron's around 20-point average. But LeBron played bad because it was only 22, 23, 25. Dirk averages 25 through the series. In the fourth quarter, he comes down the stretch, hits eight baskets to put him over 24, 25, 26, and everybody called him a hero. LeBron, for 25, he's a chump. But, Glove, isn't that the point? If I if I'm need to, I'm going to need to when it's most needed, right? And in the fourth quarter, when it's time for you to play and come through, LeBron wasn't coming through. But just because there is eight points in the fourth, and he got his 22, I want that instead of the 22 in the first and second quarter. That means nothing in the first and second quarter. You, you're, you can't hey, score. Am I right? You're, you're right. You know what? Champions are made in the fourth quarter. And and did did Dirk step up, step up 
Yes, he did. Hands down, Dirk shut a lot of his critics up this year. You can't say anything negative about what Dirk did this year in the playoffs and how Dallas played as a team. You know who won? The team that played the best won. I mean, team defense. Who came off the bench as a team player? You know what? Who who stepped up in those critical moments when they needed to? You know when they needed to step up. Dallas did. What happened with Miami? It was like Miami was discombobulated, like they didn't know what they were doing. What what offense were they running? And then when they did get into an offensive set that put them in a good place, they went back to one on one playing. At, at some point, the coach got it. That's what that's what he's on the sideline for. He has to step in and call a timeout and get them back together as a team. Think about it. What was it, game six, game five, I think, when Miami made their run in that fourth quarter, what did Carlisle do? I think Dwayne Wade went a pick and roll like five or six times in a row. Miami got the one-point lead. What did Carlisle do? Carlisle called a timeout and got him back together. The next time down, what did they do? Dwayne Wade shot a three-pointer. LeBron James shot a three-pointer. They went from pick and rolls to three-point shots. That's coaching right there. But also, you got to – go ahead. So, let me ask you this, I hate to cut you off, but can you coach great players? Can you coach uh, Dwayne or, or or LeBron or can you coach Michael or they coach themselves? Because a you know what, you can be coached. Am I right or wrong? Well, you know what, everybody everybody makes that that comment about oh he's a coach on the floor. Well, well, if that if that's true, why is this guy sitting on the sideline making three to five million dollars if he's a coach on the floor? Pay pay that player that three to five million dollars. You don't need a coach. Yeah. Yeah, the guy has court. He has court vision, but but he can't he can't sit out there and coach as he's playing. He can he can put guys in places or spots on the floor, but during that timeout, his mind is going in a whole different direction than that guy sitting on the sideline with a suit and tie on. So so can can Dwayne be coached? I would hope so. Can Michael be coached? I would hope he can. Can can those can those key players be coached? That's what makes them a better player is by being able to listen to somebody else that can make them better. But but how can how can you sit there and say that can they be coached? They should be out there coaching the other role players. They're the superstars. Yeah. Am I right? Michael coached Scotty to be who great. Michael coached Paxton and all them to be great to be a great role player. So that's all they're gonna be because you got your superstar. Miami had the problem was who wanted to be the superstar. You can only have one superstar. You only have one chief, and now the rest of them got to be Indians, right? Everybody can't be the chief, you know, right? You know, you, you're absolutely right. But you know what? You know what? When you're a superstar, part of being a superstar is knowing when to and when not to. You know, the one. What was the one? What was the one knack on Kobe when he was younger? He was he was selfish. Sorry, happy. As he got older, what did he start doing? He would bring his game in the first quarter, and that's kind of what Dirk did this series. He would bring his game in the first quarter. Then he would get the other guys involved midway through the first, second, third quarter, beginning of the fourth. Then he would close it out in the fourth quarter. What did Michael do? He knew he was going to be double-teamed or triple-teamed, so he had to have confidence in other players to get the job done, which over a period of time – he had the confidence in him. LeBron doesn't have that luxury of having the confidence in guys the first year playing with them. It's their first year together. 
I mean, how many how many guys have have played in one year and won a super uh, a championship? You know what I'm saying? The expectations were so high, you know. And Miami, Miami, the sad part about it, they believe the hype. You know, they have a team to win, of course, but their plan didn't show it. Well, there's there's difference. Like you say, you could stack up a team, but if you don't know how to play together as a team, you're not gonna win. Okay, how many great players you have? But the key to the game is your star player got to come in the fourth quarter. You know that uh, even with football, oh. you see them holding up the four fingers. That that's the quarter we're gonna win or lose the games. Am I right? You're and absolutely right. The one, like I said, the one thing if if you watch the series, the one thing Dallas did great was Dallas got everyone involved. Everyone on that team was involved. Now it doesn't hurt having a Having Jet coming off the bench as your sixth man that can shoot a jump shot, that can start on most other teams. I'm talking about Terry, Jason Terry. It doesn't hurt having him coming off the bench with a jump shot and a drive to the basket. That's a, that's a plus. You know, but you have to believe in everyone. And that's what Dirk did. Dirk was like, hey, this is our, you know what? We've been here before. We got a veteran squad. These some young guys. These some kids we playing against. They've never played together before. They've never been at this place. As a collective group, you know, we've been together like this for the last few years, so we know what we need to do. That's why you've never seen Dallas. They never got rattled. You can see, you can see Miami, they were rattled. When, when, when you see LeBron, you know, coming down, taking a three-pointer, just because Dirk just took him to the hole or took a three-pointer, come on, run your offense, man. That's the difference between age and youth. But but shouldn't your superstar as they say skill come into that? You know, if you're a superstar you would know what what your team needs. You're dry to the basket. LeBron if he drove every time, there's nobody to stop him. Why are you shooting Jay? You know <laughs> Well you gotta I mean, you know what? See now you're barking see see now you're barking up a, a whole nother tree. See nobody nobody <laughs> wants to admit nobody wants to admit to the real. Let's let's okay, let's let's be real. Now, oh, every oh, time oh, 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 before you get there, we're going to go break. We've got to take a break. Okay. I, want, I want to hear what you got to say on that, because you said I'm not meant to the real. I want to hear what you got to say with that one. And I don't want the break to cut you off. But we're going to take a break. And uh, we got Eric Glover on the line from San Diego, you know, great friend. That, you know, I appreciate him doing the show with me today, because I got to disagree with him. <laughs> <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouye and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard-hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard-hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Eric Glover. I host the Loving That Sports Talk. I got my best friend Eric Glover online from San Diego. Sorry to cut you off, Eric, but go ahead and say what you're going to say. No, you know what? Everybody, everybody's always looking to point the finger at somebody for something. So here it is: LeBron has the whole country on hold to make a decision on where he's going to play basketball at, which would have been this past season. You know, everybody's glued in front of the TVs. Everybody's doing, you know, what they shouldn't be doing instead of what they should be doing. Life's more important than where LeBron's playing basketball at this year. And so now that he chose Miami, now the whole country's mad at him because he knew at the beginning he was going to Miami all along. And then everybody now is saying, well, why would you go somewhere where somebody else's team? The dude was trying to win. You can't, you can't fault him for wanting to play with another superstar. Everybody who's a superstar has played with superstars. And, and everybody felt to realize that. Well, Michael Jordan said it's Dwayne Wade's team. Okay, Mike, when, when did you win? You was, what, six, seven years, eight years in before you won. Okay? Magic won his first year in, but look at his supporting cast. How many years did it take Isaiah to win? Bird won, what, his second year or third year in? Well, look at his supporting cast. Houston, Houston won with Akeem Olajuwon and Drexler then. Well, look at who they had. Look at who all these teams had. Nobody in the history of the NBA outside of probably Will Chamberlain and them guys back there. But then back then, they still had teammates. So everybody's upset with LeBron going to Miami to make his job a little easier. Everybody's upset. I don't see the problem. If the owner, if the owner in Cleveland loved them that much, he would have gave him a percentage of the team. Ownership. Magic got well, him in L.A. Well, and you said a, you said a key to make his job easier, but 
it seemed like he made his job harder, right? Because well, if he couldn't come well, in through the clutch in the fourth quarter. Why not? You know, you're absolutely right. If they're the three amigos, well, you know LeBron has an issue with uh, not standing up at the end of games, you know. I mean, he's done it in Cleveland. LeBron's still young. People fail to realize the dude's only, what, 25, 26? 24, 25, 26? He never played in college, so he's just now getting into his groove. What age was it when Michael Jordan won his first one? But we're talking about different players. You know, the only one that you could talk about is Magic. He won it when he was, what, 19, 20? Yeah. But, but we're talking about different different guys, different calibers of play. We're talking about different teammates. Dallas Dallas had an old veteran team. Miami had a young put-together team. No point guard. Miami didn't have a point guard. I, I'm not trying to nag Bibby, but, but Bibby you, don't, you don't need no point guard. You need somebody to just bring the ball down and pass it to them, bro. It's a point guard. Point. don't need to do... For that type of team, your point guard will do nothing but to bring the ball past half court. That's it. I'm all right. Hey, Jason, Jason Kidd is long in the tooth. He still made some three-point shots of the plays when they needed it. But Jason when, when didn't have the team that, like, Miami had some three players. Like, all they had was dirt. They had Jason Terry, you know, and but they didn't have no Chris Paul. They didn't have no LeBron, no Dwayne. Okay, so, so well, you so you can play point guard for Miami. Am I wrong or right? I would, I would have did better than Mike Bibby. But anyway, <laughs> I, would score, I would score some points. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But but see, everybody keeps saying Bosh, Wade, and LeBron. You can't you can't count out a, a Jason Kidd playing points. You can't look at Tyson Chandler had a heck of a series. Where did he come from? See, see a team, any old day, five can beat three. And that's what people keep having to realize. When you have five that are playing at the same level, consistent, and you have three that are playing inconsistent, that five is going to beat those three. And that's what happened. You have five that was playing consistent, and then once the bench came in with Barrera and Trait and Terry, they played consistent. They stayed at the same pace. When Miami's bench came in, it dropped off. They didn't keep the pace up. I, I, I wanted to say... So you saying when you have a team like that, well, what happened with Minnesota? Minnesota the Vikings football. They had that same team with all these great players. Why couldn't they win, Glove? Uh, quarterbacking. So one player wrecked all other ten players, you said. Hey, well, let's think about it. Tavares Jackson did the same thing Brett Favre did. Everybody made a big deal of Brett Favre coming back, playing. Stop. Look, it. nobody got upset when they sent that jet down to, to – Whatever Mississippi to get Brett, and when they stop and when they stop traffic in, in Minnesota to bring Brett back to camp, we didn't hear everybody getting upset. We didn't hear nobody saying anything about oh Brett coming back, oh Brett, oh they stopping traffic, oh he got a this dude gets a motorcade from the airport to the complex, a football player, but nobody says anything. But he was on that great team, like you said. I'm trying to make a point where. Um, Brett Favre came to a great team. They already had great players. They had the running back. And uh, Peter said, you had the defense. And then, like Miami, you had the Wayne Wade that already won a championship with that team. And LeBron, they couldn't produce. So, can you there say you that? Go. Look at, look at, they, they, they take the these players. Look, that's on, that's on the individuals. 
collectively as a team. If if you're not willing to buy in to the concept of the team, or if you're not willing to buy in what the coach is trying to tell you, or if you don't believe in those guys around you, then you're not going to win. Dallas bought into it. Dallas believed. Miami didn't believe. You can look at you can look at Miami. You can look Miami in the eyes, and you can tell they didn't believe. So you can tell me if I go and I'm playing like you a superstar and other people. As long as I believe I'm gonna win, no, come on, girl. As long that wasn't as that wasn't just no believing. That was your superstar. And man, look, did not come through. If you believe, if you believe in what you're doing. If you believe in what your coach is, is asking of you, and if you believe in those other guys you go into battle with, and if those guys step up and do their integral part, then you'll win the game. You can't. You can't tell me was was Miami more athletic? Yes. Did Miami have the components to win? Yes. Did they perform up to their abilities? Heck no. Now was was Dallas athletic? Uh, minimal. Uh, did they have a superstar? Yes. Did they have key components? Yes. Did they play up to their expectations? No, they played beyond their expectations. See, people fail to realize all these guys in the NBA, they're professionals, just like you were just talking about Minnesota. I don't care if they play Detroit. Them, them, 40, them 47 guys on the other side, them dudes are professionals. They get a check just like those other guys do. People always want to say, oh, you know, this team is better than that team. Oh, guys are professionals. On any given day, Anybody can be someone else, and that's what happened. And now I don't I have care. To be... Go ahead, Glenn. No, that's that's like arguing. That's like arguing the dream team. Dream team one, dream team two. Everybody say dream team two is better than dream team one. You know, but we'll never know because they don't play each other. We're talking about different areas of players. You know, everybody always want to make a comparison of this player to that player or this team to that team. On any given day, whoever show up and play their heart out and want it the most, that's who's going to win. Who wanted it more in this, series, in this series that just passed? Dallas wanted it. Miami just thought that because they were Miami that it was going to be given to them. I, I agree with you on that. Miami thought that this was who they were. We're just going to run through Dallas. But my point of what you were saying was I agree with you on that. Everyone every of those players are professional. You're right. Any day they could win if they out there that they want to play harder than that team. You see a lot of teams say, oh, it was an upset. That wasn't no upset. That team played better and harder and won at that game. Thank you. you. Know, I, I was shocked. And don't get me wrong. You might not agree with me, but I was shocked. Green Bay even got in the Super Bowl. He was messed to win it. I'm thinking hey. the better team was Minnesota. The better team was Chicago. Why did Green Bay do it? Hey, the difference in, in football playoffs and basketball playoffs for one game. In football, all you got to do is show up for one day in football. That's all it takes. You put forth your best effort in that 60 minutes, that one day, you you move on to the next game. In basketball, you got seven games. Yeah. Football, you have one. On that given day, Green Bay was the best team out there. Now, in basketball, what we just seen, Hey, for three quarters, Miami was the best team. <laughs> but every fourth quarter, Dallas was better. You know, for three quarters, you thought Miami was going to run them out the gym. But guess what? In that fourth quarter, 
maturity, coaching, and heart. Those things came out. Integrity and, and heart and all the above came out in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, that's when they started playing team ball. You know, in the fourth quarter, them young minds started wondering. Them old veteran minds started saying, you know what? We gonna, what Dallas did was make Miami play at their pace. Don't let Miami play at their pace. We're going to make them play at our pace. People don't realize Dallas love to run now. Dallas loves getting up and down the court. If, if you watch Dallas games, them dudes score 130, 140 points. That 70, 80 point stuff, that was Miami. You know, Dallas liked to get up and get out. You know, these, them 80 point games and all that, that was benefit Miami. You know, if Dallas ain't scoring 110, that's not a, a good outing for them. Yeah, but playoff, you notice the scoring is different and it's higher than the regular season. Is that true? Do you think that's true? Because the, the playoffs, they're playing a lot more harder, like you said, because there's no more after the seventh game or whatever it's done. But the scoring ain't as high, I don't think. Maybe you well, think different. I, well, you know what? That's, that's on the players at that point. That's on the. I mean, you know what? People hate to talk the whole politics side of sports and all that and the referee and the commissioner. and I mean, think about it. Who wants to sit in front of a TV and watch a basketball game that's 20 to 20 or 40 to 40? You want to see him flying up and down the court, slam dunking, shooting three-pointers, doing all that fancy stuff. That's what keeps you in front of the TV, like in, like in football. You know what? Defense wins championships, but who wanted to be in the fourth quarter and scores three to nothing? No long balls, no long runs. That's not exciting unless you're a student of the game like us. If you love good sports, you like to see good defense. You don't want the game to be over in the first quarter. You want to see some defense. You want to see some hitting. You want to see some good plays. But most people that are fans, they want to see somebody go for an 80-yard bomb or a 75-yard run. They don't want to see the quarterback get blindsided. You know, get his mouthpiece knocked out. They don't want to see, you know, a running back get cracked. They want to they want to see somebody go up and down the field. You know, they're yeah, like yeah, in this game. You're right. And I said, the basketball want more scoring than dunks, like you say. I agree with that. The football won't, like you say, any yard touchdown pass where they can see what the receiver going to do in the end zone, you know, what dance or what spectacular thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what the game it came to. That's why all the rules are changing. In sports, hey. you know, basketball, they let you foul. Well, they ain't call them fouls all the time because they play continue. Football, the defensive back came to touch the receiver down, you know. Man, look at the bottom line. The bottom line is this right here. Dallas had a better game plan. They played with more heart and aggressiveness. They wanted it. Miami just showed up and put, and put a minimal effort. And, and But the sad part about it is Miami's minimal effort almost had them with a championship. That's what's sad, is they were yeah. playing minimal. They were playing minimal, and they were still in every single game. You know, we got to take a break, Eric. I want you to remember you said that, because I got a question to you about that one, about the minimal. But, you know, this is James Loving. Okay, Loving that sports talk, and my guest, Eric Glover, will be right back. Oh, 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 
flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you? It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. The opening kickoff is a beauty. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're hooked up with loving that sports talk James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jane Loving, that host of Loving That Sports Talk. My guest, Eric Glover from San Diego. Yeah, before we got off the air, your last comment was that minimum almost won. I said that minimum was cocky. Is that true? Of course, of course. You know what? At, at no point did you, I mean, there were certain certain instances where you could see them get out there and play like they should be playing in certain games, you know, but, but it was like they were so cocky and overconfident that they didn't have to play. And, and the sad part about it was that's what had them losing the championship is that they were so cocky and confident that they never performed up to their expectations. If you look at the Chicago series, when you watch Chicago and the Heat play, that was a good series. The referees let them guys play. You know, both ends of the court, you was getting good defense, you was getting, you know, Rose taking them to the basket, LeBron taking them to the basket, the Wayne Wade taking them to the basket. He was getting some good, strong, physical play. Then it came to the Dallas-Miami series. All of a sudden, we're in a finesse series now. Nobody wants to, you know, put their back to the basket. You got big men shooting jump shots instead of squaring up, putting their back to the basket, taking somebody to the bucket, getting the and one. They're doing fadeaway. Everybody's doing a fadeaway jumper. Seven-footers doing fadeaway jumpers now. Dirk is the master. Dirk's good at it. Everybody's as good as Dirk at doing a fadeaway jumper. You know, when LeBron attacked the basket, he was good at it. But he stopped attacking the basket and started shooting jump shots. LeBron's game is drive, 
come back outside. It's not outside in. It's inside out. And that's what Miami got away from, inside out. They was outside in, three-pointers, three, three you know, five feet behind the, the three-point line. You know, nobody's attacking the basket. So, yeah, their, their minimal is what got them coming in second place, runner-up. Well, let me ask this, Glove. You say uh, Michael built this team. Was Scottie Pippen a superstar or a great player? Scottie Pippen was the second man. Every, every, you know player. what? You know what? Superstar, would, see, see, people use that term superstar lightly. Okay. okay. A, super, a superstar carries a team. That's a superstar, no. No, a superstar no. is that guy, when you need a bucket, he knows he's getting a ball and he's scoring a ball. He's scoring a bucket. Okay. That's okay. Now, okay. Now, I'm glad you said I want you to ask that. But my point is, Chris Cross, when he was on Toronto, he was a superstar. He was a man getting the ball when LeBron he was a good player. Player. He, 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 he was a superstar on Toronto. He was a superstar, okay. right? Okay. He got the ball every time. When it was the last, he got the ball. You said a superstar don't want to get the ball to him, right? Correct. Okay, so Chris Cross was a man in Toronto. Okay. LeBron was the man of Cleveland getting the ball. When they got to Miami, neither one of them was a superstar. So are they just great players now? Did they fall to that role, or are they just, well, they're never a superstar. Because when you get on the team, they're super role players. But, no, you know what? Everybody was Dwayne Wade a superstar. When he won the championship, he was super, and he was a star. You know, was LeBron superstar in Cleveland? He was super, and he was a star. Was Boss a superstar? He was super, and he was a star. You know, is because Dirk won the championship, now does that give him superstar status? Well, let's let's take some of those guys off that element. Because remember, um, Dallas had new players this year: Tyson Chandler, Sean Marion. So they added people. They had no, but they're adding people to the mix. If he was a superstar, see, superstars win it alone. They don't need help. They don't need help. Superstars win multiple times. You know, you you can't just win one championship and now you're a superstar. Yeah, but you had three superstars on one team. That's my point. You had, you three, had one. You had three. Yeah, one superstar on Dallas and role players, not great no, players. Yet role players. You had three super players. No, Dirk's no. There's a super player. There's <laughs> a super. I mean, see, I keep saying. I keep saying you guys got these terms mixed up. He's a super player. He's a super Larry Bird, Larry Bird, superstar. Kevin oh, McHale, Dwayne Wade, superstar, super player. He's a super player. Look at Larry Bird, superstar. Kevin McHale, super player. Magic, superstar. Kareem, super player. But no, Kareem's the greatest man. I'm just messing around with that one. You know, Hakeem Olajuwon, superstar. Drexler, super player. Isaiah, superstar. All them other guys. On Miami are just super players. They're super players. Ain't none of them superstars. None None of those guys can control a game. None of them. 
None of them. It, then Dwayne Controller, what he wanted with Miami? He had Shaq in the middle. But Dwayne controlled those games and brought them back. He had, if you got a seven-footer and you got a triple team in the middle, I would hope, I would hope you can make some shots and layups. That's, that was the difference. Okay, here we go again. Let's go back to this series right here. Was, was Dirk super? Yes. But what made him super? When he gave the ball to somebody else, somebody else made a shot. That's what made him super. When, when LeBron gave it to Dwayne or Boss, they didn't make any shots. Remember, the one series that Chicago was in when Michael Jordan passed it to Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr hit the jump shot, right? Right. And won the game for him. That made him a superstar because at that point, he gave the ball to somebody else that could help him. None of them helped each other this year. Dirk had, I mean, look at Jason Kidd was hitting three-pointers. Jason Terry hitting shots, going to the bucket. Barrera coming off the bench, hitting shots, hitting three-pointers. He had those, other, he had those oh. other components, though, which makes him super. Now, when he gets the ball in the fourth quarter, the pressure's not on them like it is on Miami because he got other ki- other guys out there with him that he can get a ball to. When he can back him down, he can back him down and take a shot. That makes him super. Okay, you, you got me lost. What do you define super? Your super player from superstar. I want to know the difference because what LeBron was carrying, even what he did, you tell he wasn't a super player. When did he become a superstar? When he won a championship? No. Charles Barkley then went one and he was a superstar. Charles Barkley is a super mouth. <laughs> he's a super mouth. Charles Barkley's a super hater. That's what he is. He's a hater. Yeah. I love I love Charles Barkley to death, but Charles Barkley is a super hater. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Anyway. See, a superstar goes according to the situation. Was Barkley a superstar? Yes. But when he went to Houston with Akeem and all them, he wasn't a superstar because they didn't win. It made him a super player because they didn't win. But he didn't win when he went with Houston, and you say he was a superstar. When he was in Phoenix and and when he was with the 76ers, he was a superstar. But he didn't win a championship. He was a superstar because he carried them teams, though. But LeBron carried Cleveland. That's what I'm saying, LeBron. And I said he was a superstar in Cleveland. When he got to Miami, he was a super a super player. You only get superstar status if you can carry somebody. If you can't carry him, he's just a super player. Mm-hmm. I see now. Yeah, when you when you look at they go to Dirk in the fourth quarter. Dirk got fourteen points. Dirk ends up with twenty six. That's superstar right there. They go to LeBron in the fourth quarter. LeBron get one shot. That's not a superstar. That's a super player. Yeah. Dwayne Wade get two shots. That's a super player. They go to Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. Michael hit him for 15 or 20. Super Superstar. Kobe in the fourth quarter. Kobe hit him for 20. Superstar. Magic, Kareem, all them hit him for 20 or plus in the fourth quarter. That's superstar playing right there. That's what you call mm-hmm. superstars. Larry Bird, 20 points. Superstar. If, if I can go to you in the time of need and you're going to give me what I need, that's what makes you a superstar, not just the word. you got to be able to show up and play. Yeah. 
apparently, and that's been going on through Lamar, LeBron, host, on past my career, the fourth quarter, he's not a superstar. No, he's a choker. Yeah. And he's a when choker. said that, I didn't see it. But now I've seen it in this series. They were right last year. He did not show up. He's a choker. I mean, but see, like I said, the bar is set so high for LeBron. LeBron scoring 25 points or 28 points, and that's a bad game for him. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? He scores 26 points or 28 points or 25 points. That's sad. Anybody yeah, yeah. in the NBA would love to score 25 points. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and I still think if you bring a player from another team, he shouldn't drop to no super player if he's a superstar. You know, how you going to drop LeBron to a super player? He should stay yeah. as a super player, superstar, and, and, and hey. be a superstar. Hey, when when LeBron came to Miami, was it Dwayne Wade's team? Of course. But you know you yeah. know how you get from under Dwayne Wade? You outplay him. You take over the team. You make yourself the go-to guy in the fourth quarter. You make yourself the money man. That's how you overcome being a super player, is you overcome, quote-unquote, the superstar of that team. At what point did LeBron overshadow Dwayne? He didn't. It came the fourth quarter. LeBron was scared to shoot and play. Dwayne throwing up crazy shots because that's Dwayne. Well, LeBron's scared to play. Well, you know what, we're going to say one more break. And then we come back. We'll have you um, all the listeners out there. Let you talk about this NFL lockout. What you think is going to go on, and even <laughs> if people even care. So, the James Lovey host from Loving Us Sports Talk, and my guest Eric Lover from San Diego. <laughs> The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Looking for a top show about horse racing and handicapping? Looking to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies website where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. Listen for top plays for the weekend in the spot play of the week and win prizes just for listening. Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer is live Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Grant Lovenbeck, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got Eric Glover from San Diego. Eric, you know, um, we might as well get a listen to what they all want to hear, too, you know. It's the NFL lockout. I've been hearing it's going to be an eight-game season. A season. What's your take on it, and what you really think is going to happen? You know what? Bottom line, there's going to be an NFL season. I don't care what people say, what they're telling you in the media. I'm not Notre Dame and none of them. But you'd be a fool not to sign off on $9 billion. So I think there's going to be a season. Only thing that's going to be shortened is training camp, which I don't think the players really care about that being a short season anyway. So there'll be a shorter training camp, but I guarantee, I'm telling you the season's going to start on time. So you don't think they'll miss any game, preseason games, or any regular season? I don't think they'll miss anything. Why? Okay, let's think about it. Uh-huh. I, if I'm not mistaken, the owners already got their they TV money. Their right. check is already in the mail. You know, their check's already deposited, if I'm not mistaken. And as far as the players, look, at the players' money starting to get short. They've been spending since December, January, and February, so that money's getting a little shorter. So the owners, not to say that they have them where they want them, but the owners know the longer they stay out, it hurts the players more than the owners. So, so I think I think the deal is going to come about in the next two weeks. Uh, Eric, what do you think of Demarcus Demarcus Smith? That's his name. Demarcus? Yeah, yes, yeah, D. Maurice, D. Maurice, D. Maurice Smith. You know what? I mean, he's a he's a lawyer. What 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 is his job to argue? What is he doing? Arguing. He's doing what they paid him to do. He's getting paid to argue. But but the sad part about that whole argument is this more about him than the players. Right. You know, he's trying to make a name for himself, which there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, you gotta have your best client, you know, it you gotta have them at you know, their best at interest and I don't know if, you know, that's true or not, you know. Yeah, but you know, um if he's not working for the players, that's who the players got. You know what I'm saying? It ain't yeah. like they can get somebody else. That's who their vote is. I mean, you know, he's in, and that's who the players got. They ain't got no say-so saying, you know, we want to do this on our own. So they well, got to no, take no. what... They hired him to do a job, and, and, you know, he's doing what he's used to doing, arguing. That's what he's doing. He's arguing. He's a guy that loves to argue. I'm not going to say he has that little man's complex, but he's a guy that loves to argue. You know, and at some point, okay, like the owners, he has his money. His, look, at his check's not on strike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He, he, he got paid already. So, so look, at, either way it goes, the longer or the shorter, he's still getting paid. You know, I just thought of something. I wish, you know, uh, we had more time, but do have what is going on with this Ohio State thing with all this stuff going on there? I, you know, I just thought about it. I know you're laughing, but please tell me what is going on. 
Every universe is doing what they're doing. Yeah, that's a big name university. They got caught. But what is everything starting to spill over? You know. You know what the the sad. I mean, you could start. You could you could you could start a whole a whole topic on Ohio State. The sad part about it is the the players are the ones that are affected. That's the sad part. Is that there's guys that truly believe, and there's guys that since they were little kids wanted to play for Ohio State, and then there's guys that that was there doing everything wrong, you know, and not being accountable. And and now that's what we have. I mean, think about it. Their situation is different from USC situation. USC was punished from guys five years ago, which 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 was a whole other story. But Ohio State, this has been going on for years. And now that it's coming to the surface, it's sad. You know, it's sad. I mean, the, the coach knew what was going on, and he, he turned and looked the other way. He didn't pay no attention. He didn't care because he was getting a good salary, and they were winning. See, everybody loves a winner. Think about it. When you're winning, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It's those, it's those players. Go ahead. You think the coach was wrong or right or the players? Uh, which one? Both of them. Both. Both. I think the coach was wrong because he let it go. And I think the players got to have some integrity. And none yeah, of the players have integrity. You've been in college. You know how it is when the, the, the food ain't good, where the players eat the bunk off where we ate. You want to go out and get something else to eat. You ain't got no money. But you know what I'm saying? You know how that was when we were there. You know, around me. You know, you sometimes know, we want to eat the food or we want to go to a movie and, and watch, you know, The Last Emperor. You remember you took us to that movie. You picked that one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst movie ever you chose, bro. Okay. Well, that was like four hours long or something. Yeah, that's another show that we can talk about, right, Glove? Yes, yes, yes. But you yeah. don't have his, I have no money in the play. I'm like, hey, I need to wash my clothes or do this or that, you know? Hey, you know what? I understand. I understand. I was, I was once one of those guys, fortunate enough, so my parents had jobs and sent me money. But... The one thing my parents taught me, integrity. Never lose yeah. your integrity. And that's what them kids, see, them kids, they went to school without integrity. Their reason for going to school was to play football, not get an education. Their, right. reason, for going to, their reason for going was to get out of college what a lot of other people can't get out of it, was, which is if you're on a, a, a D1 scholarship, their hopes was to go to the NFL. Their hopes weren't to graduate. Their host was the coast by college and then go to the NFL. Yes. That's what they were there for. They weren't they weren't going to class. When 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 it's more important to go get a tattoo than to go to student the student center and get your book, you know where their mindset's at. Right. You know. So so who do you blame? You blame the coach for bringing them clowns in there, but also you bring you you blame them. And with them blaming them, you can't forget about blaming their parents. Because their plans allow them to continue to be the way they are. But you can't watch a kid 24-7, Glove. I can't sit down on the coach and know if you're doing at 9 o'clock at night and I know you're supposed to be in bed. I'm supposed to come and watch over you and your door. You can't watch them, nope. right? Nope. But you do, get, you, do, you do get a progress report and a report card at the end of the semester. You do see your child coming home with, with earrings. Hold on a second. Renee, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. 
you do see you do see your child coming home with earrings in his ear and tattoos on his arm and new clothes and a new car and things like that that you can't afford. So you do see those things, and you should be able to decipher. I know I didn't pay for them. Somebody else must pay for them. You know as well. We got, we we got time out, but next week I mean, we don't elaborate on Ohio State because there's a lot that went on with that that we need to talk more about. That you saying, I know okay. you told me if that was you, I was correct that players are now that play years before now coming out talking about they got money. That's wrong. I think you mean you talked about that. Yeah, man, they they suckers, man. How you gonna tell on something and ruin it for the guys behind you? Right. It's your fault you didn't graduate or didn't take advantage of what they was giving you. Exactly. So we'll talk about that next week. And um, thanks for being on the show, Eric. I owe you one. All right. I'll talk to you later. And this is James. Like I say, you know, also another one loving that sports talk. And we'll see you next week in the hot Arizona. I will be back. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.